0: Welcome back to EB in St. Louis, the podcast that reviews new restaurants in and around St. Louis. Today we're going to be talking about Love and Light Cuisine on Hampton, uh, just south of Forty, and uh, if you haven't seen it, driving by it, perhaps it's because you were staring at Taco Bell directly across the street, and if you were, then maybe you don't deserve to eat at Love and Light, but we'll talk about that later. Today, I am joined
1: (laughs) by Travis, and I'm Francie,
0: good to have you here
1: you know i think it's funny travis
0: because last time we recorded you said that i never talk about the restaurant before we get into chatting yeah, but I last maybe, time like,
2: we could at least say we Well, that's the thing <laughs>
0: that's the only thing that was different last time was that i paused to do that before introducing you guys
2: i want you to do a solo episode sometime i was like... trying but well... you had to
1: a... hey Francie, how are you doing today Doing very well. As we record this, I'm actually coming from a lovely brunch with some mutual friends of ours. Jamie, thanks for hosting a delightful brunch this morning. Oh, that was I nice. won't drop any more names, but Julia and Katie and Laura and Emily know who they are. That didn't invite us. No, that's cool. Ladies' brunch. Mm.
0: You know, we start every episode with a fun food fact. Travis, do you? We know? do? <laughs> do you know who invented the hamburger?
2: Uh,. Wasn't it the Earl of Hamburger?
0: It's a good guess. Uh, but no, it was actually Kim Jong-il.
2: It was not.
0: Uh, no, it's true. <laughs> According to Minju Jo-sun, uh, the state-run newspaper of the Democratic People's Republic of Korea, he called it double bread with meat and uh, said that it was an excellent food source for both students and teachers alike.
2: For the last time, Nick, you have to stop getting your news strictly from the political... North no, Korean tra- government.
0: <laughs> Travis, their sponsor.
2: <laughs>
0: All right. Today we've got a special guest here with us. He's a pastry chef and owner and cookie king of Sifted Bakery, a plant-based, gluten-free and tree-nut-free dessert uh, place. <laughs> Uh, You might know him by his Instagram handle, Cheeky Ginger Chef. He travels around. He eats all around St. Louis. We've been following for a while now, and it's great to have you here. Mason Cooksey.
3: Hello. Um, It's a pastry chef. Um, (laughs) Thank you for having me. All
0: right. We asked the hard-hitting questions here. So I want to know, did you get into cooking because your name is Cooksey.
3: No, my born last name is McCoy. He changed his name because he got into cooking. Uh, (laughs) It's it's my my mom's maiden name, Uh, but it kind of happened where I was like, cooksy, cooking, cookies, like, it made more sense than McCoy. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Okay, so why vegan, gluten-free, nut-free?
3: Oh, boy. Um, So I was 400 pounds plus, and I was like, in 2018, I was, I want to lose some weight. And I started just, you know, being healthier, and I still felt like garbage. And I was like, what's wrong? And then, um, I was like baguette in hand walking down my college dorm room, just (laughs) munching. I was just all day and I'm like blowing up and I'm gaining more and I'm like, what's wrong? Oh, I'm a celiac. And then, oh, I can't have dairy and I don't even care for meat anymore. So I guess I'm going to be gluten free and vegan, (laughs) which vegan was great, but the gluten free part kind of sucked because I want my baguette back. Yeah. Where did you find that many baguettes on a
2: college campus? I'm a pastry chef. Oh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's all together!
2: Oh, man, I, I regret my college experience. Now we didn't have a single bakery in sight.
0: So you started chefing before you got onto this? I think cooking
2: works.
3: I wanted to say chefing, <laughs> yeah, chefing. I've been in the kitchen since I was three. Okay, um, it's just always, yeah,
0: yeah. I just learned about. This weight loss journey yesterday. We've been following you for a couple of years and I just met you in person uh, a few months ago. But I was going back through your Instagram and I missed you had a post in May, you know, showing the beginning and end of this. I was like, that is not the guy that I met recently. Yeah. Um,
2: so, did you like adapt your cooking style to match your lifestyle or did you always kind of cook leaning, <sighs> gluten free? vegan
3: no uh, it was all meat, all dairy all cheese uh like french all francais you know um (laughs) but then like i think as i evolved my food changed to match like the culture of me Hmm. and then um when i went gluten-free and vegan i was like i'm not baking a singular thing for anyone that that can can't have things or they should have things because i was Mm -hmm. i couldn't get cookies anymore i was eating like all these garbage things that are gluten-free and vegan because they weren't being done properly. So I kind of felt bad because I was like, I miss them. Yeah. So I kind of just changed to help out, you know, those that couldn't. So I how
1: did them. you learn how to do all of these different formulations and
3: substitutions? A lot of scientific journals. I was buying, like, journals and all last winter just reading how gluten works, how dairy works and pastry, how all these random little things that you don't think of because you're just taught eggs, butter, milk flour and it works perfectly hmm. and then you have like rice flour sorghum oat milk or soy milk or whatever you're using it's all different
0: i love the scientific approach there yeah That's i great. thought
3: you were going to be like i'm joking i googled no i'm a nerd <laughs> <laughs> i wanted it to be the same or better you know it wasn't an option yeah. like i didn't want people to eat crumbles and Did dry
0: go through a lot of testing and trial and error and stuff yes yeah lots of money yeah <laughs> So, let's get to talking about the restaurant that we chose today. Love & Light was created by Leia Cruz. She actually started the first vegan plant-based cafe in Chesterfield, Missouri in 2008.
2: Is that also based on the North Korean newspaper, or is that...
0: No, no. They, I found this on a legitimate source of some page that I googled, which is pretty much the same thing as the other one. But um, Later in 2010, she opened the first raw vegan plant-based cafe and yoga studio in St. Louis, And just this past April, they opened Love and Lake Cuisine, which is like a whole series of things. They've basically got three points to the business. The first one is the cuisine, obviously. They do uh, vegan and gluten-free meals. They have a juice bar. They do smoothies. They do catering. Uh, But then they also have a holistic health and wellness center where they do cooking classes and wellness services and yoga and music and art therapy and things like that. And then they have a what they call Love and Light Mission, which aims to help survivors of cancer and domestic violence. So they've got a lot going on there. Uh, Mason, you came to us with a couple of different places that you were interested in. I think I pushed back on wanting to do this one because last time we did a vegan place was in September last year. We did CC's Vegan Spot. It feels like only yesterday. Yeah, I was going to ask you, has your stomach (laughs) adjusted to eating non-greasy meat stuff? No? no. No? Okay.
2: (laughs) I'd have the junior meds to balance it out.
0: But do you know how you heard about Love and Light?
3: Uh, I think it was a random flyer, and okay. then I was at VegFest, and I had a juice. Um, I had already eaten, like, four different things, so I was like, better not get more food. So uh-huh. I had a juice, and I was like, it was good. So I was like, let's try it.
2: VegFest seems like the ultimate thing that I would have never heard of in my entire life until you brought it to my attention.
3: It's a full vibe, though. I mean, like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not,
2: okay, I'm not against, like, eating vegan and gluten-free. It's just, like, not my preferred thing. So I just don't want people to think, like, oh, he just... Hates vegan food. No, No, I don't.
3: I mean, it felt like you were in Portland. It was just like far left people, dyed hair, hot summer day. It was great. Like, go next time. Where is it at? Uh, Forest Park, I think. Oh, Yeah, Forest Park. I've heard of that. They've got a lot of plants there. It makes sense. (laughs) Plant based in Forest Park. So this place is really off the beaten track,
1: even though it's Mm -hmm. right on Hampton, which I traverse. I don't know, a million times a week, conservatively, and I had never seen or heard of this place. Did you say
0: it was off the beaten path? It's
2: literally on Hampton.
0: Right. But
1: the point is (laughs) that you don't... If you're not looking for it, you're not going to find it. Mm -hmm. It's not like there's a a big awning. There's not a lot of signage.
2: Yeah,
0: they do have a sign, but it's on the corner. um,
1: And you're going pretty fast at that point. It's on the part of Hampton between 40 and 44. And if you're not looking for it, you're not going to find it. So I asked... The guy who was there, his name was Zane, and that's the the son of Leah. And he said, people just find them. Like, they're people who are attracted to this cuisine and their mission and what they do, find them. They don't feel the need to advertise or have a bigger sign or put a sandwich board on the sidewalk. Yeah. You know, clearly I wasn't one of their natural constituents <laughs> because this was a big discovery. Our people
2: will find us. How did you find this?
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: The alarm goes off in the back.
2: <laughs>
0: that makes sense to me, though, because it's a specialized cuisine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I was looking up stuff about them, I saw they would posted a video with Erica Badu eating one of their cupcakes with Leia. She also ate at CC's when she was here for um, the... Fest. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> maybe, maybe she stayed for that. I don't know. Um, what was the name of that music festival? Fest? No, it was just recently. But anyway, let's hear some oh, oh reviews. Yelp
2: reviews. Mm, Yelp. Yelp.
0: Love and Light is sitting at five out of five with six reviews currently. Francie?
1: Rebecca C. of Webster Grove says, This place is heaven. I love the fresh, healthy, and delicious food. The owner is sweet and kind. Check it out. You won't be disappointed and will be craving all the dishes and smoothies. Yum.
2: Tigris C. from Scottsdale, Arizona says, full disclosure, my friend owns this cafe. St. Louis's newest vegan cafe and market comes from the Powerhouse, who brought the city its first vegan restaurant back in 2008. Everything is vegan, gluten-free, and organic. I had the red beans taco, jackfruit tacos, and coconut rice and peas. The jackfruit tacos were my favorite of the two tacos. The jackfruit was tender and flavorful. Perfect jackfruit execution. The coconut rice and peas were fire. 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 But I have always been, and always will be, 100% honest with them about whether something they've made is good or not. So in my humble opinion, the food I had ranged from good to amazing. However, the prices are a bit high for some of the items. This wasn't my friend. I don't know if I'd pay $11 for a smoothie of that size. But I know that they use organic, high-quality ingredients so the pricing can be justified.
0: That was big and bold, and I like how you dipped down on all the negative (laughs) comments, or the few negative comments, the little criticisms. All right. And then uh, Alicia Sunshine from St. Louis, Missouri said,
2: Whoa, whoa, whoa. If that is her real name. No.
1: (laughs)
0: I think she's like kind of speaking in some like Shakespearean kind of thing because she says, "I love tis restraint. Delicious and healthy food. There are a ton of options on the menu. Also, you won't be disappointed."
2: Go! All right,
0: <laughs> all right. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk to you about our experience with Love and Light and see how it stacks up with these Yelp reviews. Francie, I've been watching Celebrity Jeopardy lately. And when they go to commercial breaks, you know, they like to do this little question. And so we're going to pose this question and Ah, get an answer when we come back.
1: Little fun fact.
0: Question is, Francie, who invented the burrito? And we're back from the break. (laughs) For the break, we asked...
1: Who invented the burrito?
2: Before the break that lasted probably three seconds.
1: (laughs) Well, considering it's a burrito, I'd say it was a south-of-the-border invention. And so I'm going to go out on a limb and say Jose Burrito?
0: Close. It was actually Kim Jong-il who came up with the idea. (laughs) for wheat wraps in 2011 shortly before he suffered a fatal Whoa, heart attack.
2: The burrito wasn't invented until 2011 <laughs> I know, that's the What was I eating before that? Chipotle should have like marketed that better because apparently they were serving burritos they
1: just hadn't invented them.
0: They invented the proto burrito and he took it to its final
1: conclusion, I think, is the idea. But is there nothing dear leader couldn't do? Exactly. Yeah.
2: I just um, want to know what's going to happen to Nick's computer equipment now that he's been searching North Korean news.
0: <laughs> well, I just randomly came across the burger one this morning, and I thought that was funny. And while I was finishing up my notes, I threw that in there, and I googled it, and I saw the burrito one
1: also. The- <laughs> This is incredible. So, so, You're on was, the FBI watch list now. I was now. about to
2: say, is the commercial break in case the FBI raises us? <laughs> <at> some...
0: <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's talk about our experience. Experience.
3: So I did try the juice and a brownie at Veg Fest. That's right. So I cheated a little bit.
0: Yeah. So what was your experience going to the restaurant? Were you able to find it immediately?
3: I see what you mean. It is kind of off- in its own little world on Hampton like you'd have to really slow down I walk there sometimes I've never even noticed it but it was easy to find the smell of the restaurant was like the first thing like I look for any like holistic restaurant to have that almost hippie smell like mm-hmm. I'm at Whole Foods right now I am like in this small neighborhood grocer that pumps sage through the vents that's what I want yeah and then like there was like this forest of basil yes right when you walk in yeah. like Lost my mind for that. The experience was great.
0: They've got like one of those little airlocks on the way in Mm -hmm. where you go through a door and you go through another door. I walked through that first door and I got hit by that, we'll call it a hippie smell. And then I walked into the next door and I got hit with another level, the basil Mm -hmm. you're talking about. They have these like tower gardens that are, they're growing basil and lettuces. and
2: I miss these?
1: It's right in the front window, (laughs) these two tall plant towers. And one is mostly basil, but there's also some of the evil weed in there. And a few other herbs. She means
2: cilantro. That's
1: correct. (laughs) And the other one had a lot of kale in it.
0: Some people call evil weed something else. but
1: That's that's a good weed. Yeah, I was like,
2: that's a friendly type. (laughs) Well, I walked in from the side, so I don't know. Maybe I just didn't look at the front.
1: There was two doors. Well, when you walk in the door, which is on the corner, the plants are in the front window, which is to your right.
3: (laughs) I have videos for you. If we
0: find out you went to
2: Taco Bell, I'm going to be pissed.
1: And I will say the smell that I was aware of was just most of the humidity smell from the plant towers. Mm-hmm.
2: I was going to say, I went right when it opened. Maybe they didn't have the plants out yet, but apparently no. No, they're growing
1: there. They uh, live there. Okay. there is the, it's as tall as you are, these two huge plant towers. I totally missed those. So,
0: yeah, Mason, I'm sorry. Go on. Do you check out the store area?
3: I perused the store. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one other person in there, and... It was just really cute. Like it had like that neighborhood vegan spot from LA vibe. Yeah. And that's what St. Louis needs. It's like we need more like holistic approached restaurants. Mm-hmm.
2: They were big into smudge sticks.
1: They you noticed those, and those sticks. were kind of off to the side in baskets. Heading I, away.
3: I
2: went first thing when it opened and I was the only person there. I had time to look around the store. I still didn't see the plants. I don't know what in the world <laughs> happened. Oh, Mason's showing me pictures now. Okay, I believe you. They exist.
0: Travis is like, oh, that's what a plant is. Okay.
1: (laughs) Those vegetables. I'm not (laughs) plant-based.
2: So I walked around the store a little bit. Uh, They had like a to-go case back there. They just had some salsas and then they had their vegan take on cheese. I do want to give a shout out to the person that was working that morning. I almost asked his name, but I didn't want to give away that we were here for the podcast. I
1: think that would be Zane. I um, asked his name just to be friendly, and it's Zane. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, that <friend. laughs> I
3: concur. Uh,
2: I walked in and I was like, are you guys open? And he's like, yeah. I was like, alright. And so it was just me and him sat there for like... 45 minutes hanging out
3: while I ate. <laughs> was it dark in there when you walked in? It was. It was a little dark when I went in. I asked, I was like, are you guys open? And they're just chilling, like, yeah, we're open, like, come on in. And I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> like, where are the lights?
2: Do you want me to turn on
3: <laughs> Well, they're
0: also playing, like, lo-fi hip-hop, chill music.
2: Yeah, it was like a restaurant, but with coffee shop vibes. Yep. Holistic. Holistic. Oh, got it. <laughs> so Francie, you went for brunch?
1: I went when they opened at eleven to be sort of a brunch lunch time.
2: I didn't know because we were looking at their hours and they do close at some point on Fridays and Saturdays, I believe. And so I didn't know if they like did brunch service in the morning and then they do like lunch, dinner later in the evening when they reopen. But the guy at the counter said, nope, order whatever you want. I almost got a falafel sandwich at 10 a.m. just because that's what sounded the
3: best. Hmm. So I think you mentioned the music, uh-huh. and that's what Morgan Casey from Daters and do- um, do- Doers, D- D- D's and These Do of St. Louis, mentioned. She loved it. Mm-hmm. We were just kind of like vibing for 45, 50 minutes, just listening to whatever popped up. It was like lo-fi, and then it was like rap, hmm. and then it was like, I'm in a yoga studio. And it set the tone for like.
0: Did you do some yoga? No, oh, okay. I, don't,
3: I bend and snap. I don't do that.
2: <laughs> Wait, Francie,
3: you're not going to mention the tables? Oh, the Scrabble tables?
2: Yeah. when I saw those, I was like, oh, Francie's going to love yeah, this. Yeah,
1: that was neat. I did like those. And I think it's interesting. Maybe he adjusts the playlist, depending on who's in there, because when we were there, it was kind of like... Pop country. Um, yeah, because you know that's my vibe. <laughs> um, it was kind of like a popular music from the last century
0: from the great American songbook.
1: Not that far back. I (laughs) I would say seventies and eighties.
2: I hope that's true because I really want Nick to walk in and they're like, he would like smooth R and B. And then they look at Francie and they're like Ariana Grande.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that's funny. I don't even know what that means.
0: (laughs) So when I went, was going to the park, I was going to play disc golf. I got a smoothie, took that to go and then went to the park won my game of disc golf. Was it the smoothie? I don't know. We'll find out in the food section. But
2: Did you play disc golf to match your
3: life to the vegan restaurant that we went to? <laughs> you just called me out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but then I stopped back on my way back home, and I picked up a couple of things to go to bring home to Angie.
2: Are we ready to talk about the food?
0: Let's talk about the food. The food. So you mentioned... Mason, you got the smoothie. Do you remember what kind of smoothie you got, any chance?
3: I do. It was actually the juice. It was the island vibe juice. Ah, okay. And that name is true. Like, I was not here. Yeah. I was in Forest Park (laughs) vibing on an island with no sand by myself. (laughs) It was fantastic. I would pay $7 for that. It was great.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I got... The third ice smoothie when I first went in, and that's eleven dollars. I had blueberries, dragon fruit, banana, and coconut milk.
1: The oat milk they make themselves, do they? Mm-hmm. I didn't try it. I didn't either. My dining companion did.
2: I just had water. He didn't even tell me they like had a second side to the menu.
3: <laughs> Travis, you are just look at the plants behind you. <laughs> So
0: what else did you get when you went back, Mason?
3: I had the raw Fredo. I had the oatmeal raisin cookie, which I actually hate raisins, and that goddamn cookie was good. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then I had the brownie in Forest Park. Oh, yeah. It was It was different yeah yeah okay okay i'll stick on that we we go in no i want to
2: like hear your especially on the pastries it's like this is where you get to like weigh in
3: the cookie was impressive they also had an oatmeal chocolate chip
2: cookie and oatmeal chocolate chip is like one of my favorite combinations and you don't see it anywhere no it's usually
0: the oatmeal raisin or the chocolate chip
3: yeah and they were out (laughs) (laughs) see i'm a purist i think oatmeal should just be oatmeal Until hers. That's how I feel about
0: mint chocolate chip ice cream. Where everyone has mint chocolate chip, I just want the mint. I don't need the chocolate chip. Yeah,
1: you'd probably be happy in North Korea. They (laughs) stuff like that. Here's (laughs)
2: your
3: toothpaste ice cream.
0: Mint
2: chocolate (laughs) ice.
1: Find out after
3: the break. (laughs) It was actually Russia.
1: Oh, twist! (laughs) Francie, what did you get? I brought my plant based dining consultant, Beth. I
2: thought you were going to say, I I brought brought my my own food. (laughs) (laughs) No,
1: but you know, this is not really my particular area of expertise, and so I brought Beth to be my resident expert. So I had three pancakes with maple syrup, to which you can add in any of four items, and I verified that it was going to be actual chocolate chips, along with a smoothie that was called Heart. And it was super greens, moringa, spirulina, wheatgrass, kale, almond, milk, banana, and mangoes. Mm.
2: Francie, I love that you're like, I don't understand this food. I need to bring a plant-based expert. I'll have the pancakes.
3: Exactly.
1: (laughs) And I will say that the pancakes were extremely well-prepared. They were fluffy. They were dense. There were no overcooked spots or undercooked spots. And excellent ratio of chocolate chips to pancake in fact they were so filling i wound up bringing my third pancake home and having it for breakfast the next day
0: what's the like thickness on those the height
1: they were pretty thick i'd say it was a good half inch pancake
2: pancakes are one of those things that i almost feel stupid when i order it at a restaurant because it's like I could make a pancake. I always think the same thing about, like, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches when a place has it. And it's like, I could make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And they're always way better than anything I could ever make. And that holds true for this pancake. It, like, had almost— Hold on.
0: I do think you're crazy for ordering peanut butter and jelly sandwiches out. That's—
2: Okay. Like, Gramophone, they have a peanut butter and jelly and banana sandwich. It's mind blowing. I'm it sure I could so make
3: good. one of those. Yeah, three ingredients. Not like this. So what's so special though? I want to know.
2: It's just like the, the ratio. Love. Like the thought. There's that no they love in the kitchen. Stuff. <laughs> and like I think the same thing about the pancake. Like the way they prepared it was so good. And I know it was the first pancake because I was the only person in there as soon as they opened. So.
3: So are they fluffy pancakes? Are they seedy? Are they like healthy, like holistic pancakes? Like, so, it was
1: not a whole grain pancake I okay. can't quite figure out how it was gluten free It
3: was like slightly
2: like crisp on the outside mm-hmm. And then light fluffy in the middle How do you make a gluten free pancake?
3: It's actually funny we're talking about pancakes right now Because I've been on a pancake kick And I'm about oh, to release really? my recipe on a real form on my Instagram Oh shit. And they're fluffy, they are gluten free They are vegan, they're tree nut free so Is it almond that. flour? Is that the secret? No, because it's tree nut free Hey, hers probably is almond flour because they're all about cashews and Mm.
0: yeah. Can you tell me about the tree nut versus not? Like, is that because you have a allergy
3: to that specifically, or that's my one intolerance that I should not have? It has some fun effects, but I can't give it up. I gave up everything else. I'm eating my pecans. I'm eating my cashews, and I'll have my problems. But I made sifted to be tree nut free because most of the gluten free or vegan stuff is tree nut based, and that's probably a larger allergy than most you know, Mm. gluten-based.
0: Francie, what did you get?
3: So
1: I had the pancakes and the smoothie, Mm -hmm. and Beth had, out of their many dishes, she was noting several that she thought sounded good and it was going to be a difficult choice, so she actually ended up taking some home. But there, she ate the vermicelli noodle bowl, which gives you a choice of a bunch of different sauces, and she got the coconut curry, two of my favorites. Uh, It came with vermicelli noodles, but it, they looked like um, glass noodles. Mm. They were those you know, clear, really skinny noodles. Fresh carrots, green onions, string beans, and spinach. And it came in a huge bowl, and it was steaming hot. I mean, it really took a while to cool down enough for her to even feel comfortable eating it. And then it also had a pretty good heat as well, which was cumulative. So she wound up um, taking probably more than half of it with her to go home and add more noodles or rice to it to kind of spread some of the love of that heat out and she had a smoothie as well ginger power ginger power
3: with ginger banana come on <laughs> that's me <laughs> how could you have looked over that and Just skipped it? it's called adhd
1: <laughs> yeah so lots of good stuff in there ginger banana kale super greens and mango juice so they're on the higher end. I think you mentioned, you know, they're $11 a piece, but they are very good and they have excellent quality ingredients in them.
3: So, Nick, I'm curious
2: what you got because you're vegetarian Vegetarianish? Don't even say that.
0: I got. I actually. I feel like sometimes people who are meat eaters go to vegan and veggie places and they try to get the thing that sounds like the thing that they normally eat. I like pancakes. I, like pancakes <laughs> is a perfect. No, I mean like the faux meat kind of stuff. You know. Yeah, yep. um, And that that I find is really hit or miss. I've talked about this before. Like you can make jackfruit look like shredded meat, and it looks very convincing. And I was like, I got to try that. And I got like a Philly cheesesteak from a vegan place. And I was like, I hate jackfruit. And it- <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind
3: of wet. Yeah. And I've always <laughs> tried to be like, oh my God, I love that. And I, I never eat it.
2: Yeah.
0: Ever. Did
3: you try the
2: jackfruit here?
0: No, I didn't. But oh, after reading the, the Yelp review that, um, that you read, they said that they nailed the jackfruit. And so... I kind of want to go back and check that out and be like, if I don't like it here, maybe I just don't like it. But
3: the owner told me to try theirs, and I was like, absolutely. And I didn't do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Could not. I
0: hope this was like immediately. Yes, I'm definitely going to do that. It and, was. But, <laughs> yes.
3: And wait, wait, what did you get? Because you got the... Um, I had the raw Fredo. Raw Fredo and yeah. the spinach and artichoke dip. Yeah. How was the raw Fredo? I liked it. It was strong on the onion. So if onion's like kind of your arch nemesis, I would say maybe don't try it mm-hmm. it tasted of alfredo it was definitely healthy like i felt very safe knowing that <laughs> i was having a Alfredo. <laughs> yeah. i've had ralfredo in la and in chicago this was the most of the raw like i could it was holistically like, I'm, I'm not it's not a diss it's just like this is a vegan spot like this is like you're vegan this is not like tree house where you can have vegetarian. Yeah. This is a vegan spot. Yeah. So
2: as a vegan, is that what you're looking for? Or do you want like, yes. Okay.
3: Cause I am so sick and tired of St. Louis's deep fried everything. Oh, yeah. Every <laughs> vegan spot we get is, have you ever had a seitan? Have you ever had a fried chicken sandwich? Yeah. Yes. I've had a French fry. Yeah. I've had a little potato. Give me like a raw Fredo. I'm trying to be a little bit healthier
0: doing this podcast and having the Instagram even though we eat tons of garbage uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> lots of unhealthy food it's a reminder honestly to like not have our entire Instagram feed be yellow food you know mm-hmm. once you have like three or four it's just like it looks ugly and it's a reminder that i'm just putting this crap in my body and it's i love delicious. it i'm
3: <laughs> i see 50 shades of hamburgers on my feed 24/7 yeah and i'm like homies it's time to eat. like Eat a Rolfredo and just do it once.
0: So, I did not get the Rolfredo. I went with the tofu bulgogi. That seemed like something oh. that I would just get somewhere else. But and I it, it. it would be easy to make vegan. I thought it was great. They told me when I was ordering that they were out of brown rice. I was going like right before they were closing, so I'm not going to hold that against them. And I think they really loaded me up because the container they gave me, I got two different things, and it was so full. Bulgogi was very sweet and garlicky. Francie, I liked that you said uh, it had like a cumulative heat and I was going to say that same thing. I was going to word it just as well as you did. Probably better, but I can't think of what I was going to say now. It was it's like
2: hot of... and then it kept getting hot and hot. And then by the end it was it like, was like hot, too hot, hot, hot. <laughs> <laughs> Except
0: I'm just speaking with emojis. <laughs> um... The other thing we got was the burrito bowl. That was good, too. That has taco-seasoned chickpeas. I would say that it had onions and bell peppers in it, and I would have preferred those to be, like, a little bit more on the raw side just to get a little bit of crunch in there, but it was really good. Um... This, we probably pulled, like, five or six meals out of wow. that dish. Some of them on the smaller lunch side. Oh, I should also say, when they said they were out of brown rice, I texted Angie. She put some quinoa on, spread that Fell out. Pull it out, yeah. yeah. But overall, I was just like, yeah, I was really happy with the food.
2: And that's something I wanted to say is, like... I know that we've commented on the prices. You know, we're looking at like $15, 16 $17 for entrees. But the portions match the prices. Like Agree. I also got the burrito bowl. And when they brought that out, I was like, oh, well, I mean, this could have been smaller. <laughs> like, this is a lot.
3: I have a question. Yeah. How was the tofu? it was little
0: tofu and i do like a little bit of sear on a bigger tofu to have a little bit of texture difference and it wasn't like that but it was good and they're nice and sturdy and went
2: well with the dish
3: was it crispy was it squishy not so crispy like roasted maybe question mark question mark yeah
2: how do you get crispy tofu
3: well you can roast it you can fry it the best is air frying Oh. Like, oh. I've learned, though, if you turn the oven to 500 degrees and you're aiming for a pork belly tofu, you just roast on the high rack, 500, until it's like almost hollow and it's like super crispy. And yeah. you're eating, it, like, just toss in like liquid smoke and some brown sugar or maple or honey. It's pork belly.
2: So my wife is a huge tofu fan, but only if it's crispy and we try to make it home and we can't get it
3: crispy. Air fry it. That's the beginner it. steps. It, you can't oh. mess it
2: up. Awesome
1: fabulous tip for our listeners
2: i'll have to tell my wife she doesn't listen to this podcast
1: <laughs> <laughs> so one thing i want to mention that i liked about this menu is that these are dishes that contain vegetables that are combined with you know seasonings and sauces and and whatever but they're not pretending to be fish sticks mm-hmm. and they're not pretending and, and here is a dish called chicken salad but the chick comes from chickpeas which are the first ingredient in there I just think that there's room for restaurants that are serving really good vegetarian fare that's made from vegetables and not pretending to be some
3: other meat type of food. I fully agree like on a professional sense. We should just sit down the Beyond Burgers and the Impossible Burgers and like I'm glad they're there, but vegetables are cheaper and easier for chefs to prepare. Like we can stop doing the mimics. The same with the spinach and artichoke dip. Like I pictured, you know, that gelatinous thick creamy. With all the cheese, yeah, yeah. I, I imagine mayonnaise. that because I've had vegan version of this. It was not like that. It was like an Ethiopian dish meets a German bratwurst with sauerkraut. It was pretty fantastic. It was almost like sauerkraut and it had that Ethiopian like almost spice and warmth. It was creamy-ish but it was almost like salsa-like and it was served with tortillas. It was honestly mind-blowing. It was super easy and simple and Light that was
0: the thing I almost got and didn't get, so I got to go back and try that. I I was like, I've had spinach artichoke dip before,
3: I did too, but I was like, (laughs) should I like just try it? And I was like, okay, I'm doing it. I was really not hoping it wasn't that thick, you know, version. But what I got was it was a surprise. It was like a first of everything. (laughs) It was insane. So I'm the same way. As soon as I
2: like bite into a vegan version of something, I'm like, no, it's not. (laughs)
3: Like
2: that's the first thought. Like I always have. And so that's why I was excited to try this place because I saw those things on their menu. It's like falafel. It's like, yeah, that's the kind. Like, make a falafel. It's real food. Yeah. Like,
3: it's real plant-based food without being a, a mask, you know? Right. We can move past the meat. Yeah. And so
2: I also got the burrito bowl. I was like, you know, this sounds like something that I will enjoy that's not just trying to taste like it's meat. And so the only critiques I'd have, it was so fresh. Mason like you were saying like when I was eating it I'm like this is good for me
3: yeah. like uh, you know and <laughs> you just feel it like you're like whoa this is a vegetable like yeah. full
2: on and it had corn and chickpeas and it was like just hot and it was like a cold day it was like the perfect thing to get but I would call it more of like a vegan chili than I would like oh. a burrito bowl because I felt like they needed to up the taco spices in there Oh really yeah did well, you they, not get that? No,
0: I thought it was a good amount of seasoning to it.
2: Well, and I got it first thing. So, you know, maybe if it simmers throughout the day, oh, those yeah. spices right. come a little bit more alive. The easiest thing they could do to make it feel like more of a burrito bowl, put tortilla strips on top. Like, they have tortillas. <laughs> like, just put some strips Did on it top and it chips? feels more like no? burrito bowl. Okay. Yeah.
0: Oh. Um, How was the rice?
2: Uh, it was good. I actually put it in, like, I mixed it in. Oh, they have
0: it on the side? Yeah. Okay. So they gave it to me that's on the nice.
2: side. And I ac- actually looked at him. I was like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> I was like, do I, like, take bites of each? Or do I mix it together? Or, like, like, what am I supposed to do?
0: And did he say, have you ever eaten before? Well,
2: he actually said, he's like, I guess you can mix it in. I've never seen anybody do it that way. And I'm like, all right. So I that's...
1: Hold good.
3: my beer. I- <laughs> so... Just blend it and have it as a smoothie. Like this is <laughs> your savory smoothie. You want chili <laughs> here? Have this it. No. <laughs> but I I did think it was really good.
2: It it just like had this like depth of warmth and flavor to it that I was just so excited about when I was like eating it. But I just didn't feel like it was burrito y enough to call it the burrito bowl. Mm.
3: So I had the brownie first. This was at Veg Fest and they're very inexpensive so like it's not an issue um they're really cute they're this little round mini muffin looking thing my brownies look very different so i believe as a vegan no matter what as healthy as i am pump the fat pump the real chocolate and just back it up with some cocoa like you just want that like childhood cocoa friendly um but fudgy and dense i do not think it should be cake-y, ever.
0: Francie just went into a trance when you started talking about I'm chocolate. I'm
1: tracking very carefully.
3: <laughs> so theirs is on, I wouldn't even call it cake. It is very, almost like baked mochi. It's springy. It is heavy, I think, I think on the cocoa. Mm-hmm. The texture is a bit strange. Um, the flavor was great. I would eat it again, but after having their oatmeal cookie, I can't go back. Like it it was a fantastic product. 10 out of 10, like 20 out of 10. It was soft with a slight crispy shell. It left a little bit of oil in your fingers. That's the key number one on a cookie. If it doesn't leave oil in your hands, throw it in the trash can. That's <laughs> a Chips Ahoy. Um, and it was kind of thick, which usually I don't care for. Um, but it didn't have like that... You know when oats get stuck in your teeth? Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, oh, you know. It was very smooth. and It was just... And I hate raisins. And I don't know what they did. It was some witchcraft, holistic witchcraft. It was delicious. I nice. would that, go back for that.
2: I almost got a cookie, but I was like, I was like rushing out to go see a movie and I was leaving like probably half of my entree. And, and you I, had those junior mints. Uh, well, I just didn't want to feel like a jerk to be like, I didn't eat most of that, but I would like a cookie.
3: <laughs> Rule number one for me is always grab the cookie. Like, I can't – I'll usually have my book bag, and I'll, like, walk around and be like, what's, what's in there? I'm like, oh, it's my wallet, it's my keys, and a couple cookies. Because <laughs> life's essential. You never know. Like That's
2: what I should have taken to the movie.
3: Cookies. Just got one of those cookies. Yeah. Spicy, warm, sweet. Perfect.
2: Okay. I was really impressed by the pancake kind of for the same reason because of the flavor. One. Like, you, I got, like, even uh, more maple than I usually uh. do with the pancake. I don't know what it was. But the pancake was just like this perfect conduit for syrup. This is warm and it's like making me all toasty inside. And I'm getting flavors that I should get with every pancake that I've never gotten before.
3: It might be almond then. Was it like, they're almost like a yellow color to the it pancake? It was kind of golden. It's probably almond then. Yeah. Or coconut flour, which gives it a nutty, almost like complex brown butter taste. Nope. No? <laughs>
2: I was like, yeah, maybe. And Price is like, no, that's not.
3: (laughs) I want to have one now because I'm like, I need to try this.
2: They they were a star for sure.
3: And I will
1: say, you know, we talked about the prices and the prices are a little on the high side. Mm -hmm. Everything everywhere is on the high side these days. The portions are generous. You know, it felt a little crazy to be getting um, three pancakes for $16. Mm -hmm. But... Like I said, there was more pancake there with real maple syrup and lots of chocolate chips. I wound up taking a pancake home and having it for breakfast the next day. So they are very generous with the portions.
0: Yeah. Also, any specialty restaurant is going to have higher prices for organic ingredients
3: Mm -hmm. and whatnot. Gluten-free flour itself is through the roof. Is that- I had a butter cost increase by 200% in the past four months. Oh, boy. So it's, it's rough out in these streets.
1: So I do have a question about the cookie, though. So how do you make a vegan cookie without milk? I mean, I know you can substitute mm-hmm. coconut milk or almond milk or something. But without eggs and without butter. So I understand you can use a vegetable oil. Mm-hmm. But what about the,
3: the egginess of so a cookie? With Cookies, You don't taste the egg in cookies, but in cake, when you're baking them, like, egg is a crucial taste to cake. Um, But with cookies, usually you can just keep it out and use vegan butter. You can use coconut oil, which I do not like. It's just oily and dense. It's too heavy. You could use, like, vegetable shortening. Would not do that either, because gross. I stick to vegan butter. And I swear upon, like, swear upon extra creamy oat milk because there's the, the gums and the starches from the you know, the milk itself. But what's in vegan butter? It's palm oil usually, or ah. yeah, or traces of palm oil. Sorry to the animals in the forest. Exactly. Isn't aren't but we supposed to be eschewing everything? Mine has palm a oil? trace of trace, maybe trace amounts of palm oil. Okay, but which you know, there's probably palm oil. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So I have two final thoughts. First of all, the easiest thing a restaurant can do is make sure you get your hours right. Whether you look on Google or Facebook or Instagram or even on their menu, like their hours are different and it's really hard. It's really easy actually to turn a potential customer away if they show up ready to eat at your place and you're closed because like the hours are hard to track down. I called, I made sure they were open, but to me, that's an easy fix. My second is I love that you guys touched on that our people will find us. And that's what I love about Love and Light is that they are making vegan food for vegan people. Yes. (laughs) And uh, I understand you want to grow your business. You want to reach people that may not be, you know, vegan to come in. And they do that, but they do it through good food. Uh, that anyone would enjoy even if it doesn't have meat, not by making food that seems like a meat option you would have somewhere else. So I love that. I've started seeing barbecue places having vegan options, and I'm just like, I don't know if a vegan would like even come into like, a barbecue place.
3: We all have friends, and I'm the sad kid <laughs> with a french fry every single time. Oh, I like that. All right, I have a couple thoughts as well. My first is I want to point out, as
1: would make sense in a place that focuses on holistic health, They use real china, real glassware, and real utensils. So you're not dealing with, you know, a lot of paper and plastic. Although I think they do a substantial carryout business. While Beth and I were there, three people came in who had placed carryout orders. And that brings me to my second point, which is there is one person doing the cooking. So, this is not a place that you go when you're going to run in in a hurry and grab something and go. If you're in a hurry, call it in ahead of time so that it is ready when you get there. If you're going to eat in the restaurant, enjoy the plant towers and the sage smells and just the vibe, you know, allow enough time because That's point. Zane is cooking each dish to order, and he was very good about getting things out to us so that we were, you know, our drinks came at the same time, our cooked food came at the same time, but then he was also preparing carryout for the people that were coming in. So just plan ahead once you know the hours. <laughs> so
0: to paraphrase Vincent Vega in Pulp Fiction, I don't know if it's worth $11, but it's a pretty fucking good smoothie. <laughs> It was, uh, I think, a 16-ounce smoothie. And I go to like Smoothie Kings every once in a while and stuff like that. And even there, I feel like it's overpriced. So I got this, and it's beautiful little purple-blue blueberry smoothie. And I had a sip, and I was just like, this is amazing. I loved it. I finished it before I got to the park. I was hoping to like have it to sip on while I was there. But it was fantastic. You know, one of the things they talk about is that they're there to you know the, the wellness center and they're trying to encourage people to eat more healthy and get more plant-based so I hope I'm not an asshole for saying that that weekend I went out and I got all the ingredients for the smoothie so I could make it at home and perfect my own <laughs> version of it that I like for myself because I can't afford to be drinking an $11 smoothie every day the flip side of that as we've talked about the meals you get a lot for your money they're really good Hopefully, you'll be able to take some home. Don't get it on the way to the theater, like Travis. <laughs> <laughs> you can't bring your
3: burrito bowl in the Black Adam. But you can with cookies. But yeah. you can with cookies. <laughs>
2: he asks, he's like, do you want to take it with you? And I'm like, how would I do that?
0: <laughs> he didn't know you were going to a movie. He did know <laughs> I was going to a <laughs>
2: movie.
0: You chatted it up with him.
3: And you didn't ask his name. I know, I
0: know. But yeah, I definitely recommend them. I'll definitely be going back. Mason?
3: Okay, so you had mentioned, I think all of you have, that this is like not a mimic. It's, not, it's vegan food. And I think that might concern or s- cause fear among the meat eaters. Um, when I say this, vegan food is food. Yes, <laughs> people... <laughs> People, for some reason, put this wall up on vegan food where I'm like, oh, that's not for me. But it is. I'm like, if if you can eat, vegan food is for you. Like, you can try it, have it once a week.
0: Everybody's eaten vegan
3: food. Right. And you don't even realize it. Like, this random snacks, most of them are vegan. Oreos are supposedly vegan.
2: That's why Nick gives me a hard time for calling him vegetarian-ish. Because the only thing he does is he will occasionally get options without meat in them. Well, and, and,
0: you know, to your point, Mason, it's like when people say they can't go to a restaurant that's vegetarian, it's like, you can't have one meal without
3: meat. But also, like, when you go to a vegan spot, there's most, I'm not going to say all, you will get creativity. Like, you are seeing somebody break apart what you know and then just honestly fuck it up in the best way possible. <laughs> they're like watch this. <laughs> and like if it's not a mimic like Rolfredo, it's dope. Like the I hope that the basil that was in there was from the towers in the front. I am assuming cuz it was some big leaves in my um, my pasta. The staff, so they're amazing. Talk about event spaces and they do like yoga there and Little shop that supports other local businesses. It is BIPOC owned. It is woman owned. So like you have like these great pluses of why you should go, and the prices like don't let that be a stopper either. Like you spend six, seven, eight dollars on a coffee. Try supporting local. You know, try a new yeah. place. Hey, you're
1: stepping on my line.
3: Oh, sorry. <laughs> Take it out. Take it out now. Um, but like it was great, and if you can have a great cookie and a great meal. And you know that it is like actually healthy and you're supporting a really great cause. And also they've been open for seven months. I would and will definitely go back. I really want to try the pancakes now. That's all I care about. Like I wanted to try the chickpeas and chicken salad and the untuna, which I've had before. That's the safe bet, which is like that's the typical vegan spot is like chickpea sandwiches. Mm -hmm. Great and easy. I loved it.
0: Nice. Mason, thank you so much for joining us. I gotta put a reminder out there. Check out Sifted Mason's Bakery. They've got their own Instagram page. Mm-hmm. Also follow Mason at Cheeky Ginger Chef. You're going all over the place, taking great pictures. Busy, <laughs> very busy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm um, here
3: and there and everywhere.
0: I have to say also, like, it's been great having you here and giving some insight into, you know, baking and and food in general that we can't do. No, thank Uh, you for having me. It was awesome. I think you would make a great host. And I'm bowing down today. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Awesome. Good luck, guys.
3: (laughs) I'll bribe the the staffers with my cookies next time so (laughs) we can uh, bump Nick out on his own podcast.
0: (laughs) And, of course, you can find us on Instagram also at Louis. If you have any questions, restaurant suggestions, or just want to reach out, you can do that through there. Or email us directly at Podcast at gmail.com. We had to put that podcast in there because um, somebody else had Louis at gmail.com. Don't write to them. What?
2: Yeah, they're what? jerks. Bastards. <laughs> now, I, if you're a restaurant and you want us to come check you out and take pictures and stuff, we, we'll do it. Like, we'll just do it. We're, we're just here to, like, support our restaurant community, so.
0: <laughs> I just want to leave that room for crickets.
1: Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back soon. Hey, it's cold, and it's only getting colder, but don't let that keep you in the house. Got to get out. You got to eat. Like our guest Mason said, support our local restaurants, whether you stay in the restaurant and eat it or you hurry up, get it in the car, and bring it home where it's nice and warm. <laughs> Enjoy local food.
2: Thanks for listening, and tell Mitch I said hi.